1: I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience.
0: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room.
1: Here's your
2: host, Stephen K. Bath.
1: We have seen what happens when technology outpaces regulation the unbridled exploitation of personal data, the proliferation of disinformation, and the deepening of societal inequalities, we have seen how algorithmic biases can perpetuate discrimination and prejudice, and how the lack of transparency can undermine public trust. This is not the future we want. That voice was not mine. And the audio was an AI voice cloning software trained on my floor speeches. The remarks were written by chat GPT. OpenAI is an unusual company and we set it up that way because AI is an unusual technology. We are working to build tools that one day can help us make new discoveries and address some of humanity's biggest challenges like climate change and curing cancer. We believe that the benefits of the tools we have deployed so far vastly outweigh the risks but ensuring their safety is vital to our work. GPT-4 is more likely to respond helpfully and truthfully and refuse harmful requests than any other widely deployed model of similar capability. We think that regulatory intervention by governments will be critical to mitigate the risks of increasingly powerful models. For example, the US government might consider a combination of licensing and testing requirements for development and release of AI models above a threshold of capabilities. Mr. Marcus, there's no way to no way to put this genie in the bottle. Globally, this is it, it's exploding, but there's there's no way to stop this moving forward. Uh, let me just insert, there are more genies yet to come from more bottles.
0: Some genies are already out, but we don't have machines that can really, for example, self-improve themselves. Um, we don't really have machines that have self-awareness, and we might not ever want to go there.
1: So there are other genies to be concerned about. Where I think the licensing scheme comes in is uh, not with not for what these models are capable of today. As we head towards artificial general intelligence, mm-hmm. uh, and the impact that will have, um, and the power of that technology... I think we need to treat that as seriously as we treat other very powerful technologies, and that's where I personally think we need such a such a scheme. Mr. Altman, maybe you can help me understand here what some of the significance of this is. Should we be concerned about large language models that can predict survey opinion and then can help organizations, entities, fine-tune strategies to elicit behaviors from voters? Should we be worried about this for our elections? It's one of my areas of greatest concern. The, 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 the more general ability of these models to manipulate and to persuade Uh, to provide sort of one-on-one, you know, interactive disinformation. We're going to face an election next year, and these models are getting better. There's a lot of policies that companies can voluntarily adopt, and I'm happy to talk about what we do there. Um, I do think some regulation would be quite wise. And I see, you know, OpenAI backed by Microsoft, Uh, Anthropic is backed by Google. Are you worried about the corporate concentration in this space and what effect it might have? I think there is... Benefits and danger to that like, as we we're talking about all of the dangers with AI the fewer of us that you really have to keep a careful eye on on the absolute like bleeding edge of capabilities, there's benefits there. Mr. Marcus, real quick. There, there is a real risk of a
0: kind of technocracy combined with oligarchy, where a small number of companies influence people's
1: beliefs, and so that has enormous influence um, on how we live our lives, and having a small number of players do that with data that we don't even know about, that scares me. Sam, I'm sorry. One more thing I wanted to add. Uh, one thing that I think is very important is that this, what these systems get aligned to, whose values, what those bounds are, that that is somehow set by society as a whole, by governments as a whole. Well, now you have a new CEO. Yeah.
2: Um, Why? I think think Linda Linda, Yacrine is going to be great. Why? Um, Well, uh, Twitter is 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 very much an advertising dependent uh, business. Uh, Linda is obviously incredible at that, and she's just a great executive in general. Let's
1: talk about free speech a bit. You know, you call yourself a free speech absolutist. You want Twitter, and this is a I mean, aspirationally aspirationally, you want Twitter to be as truthful as possible, the most yeah. accurate source of information about the world. Um, so, what does that mean for how you police lies on the platform? You mentioned
2: community notes. Is that the I, think, of it? I think community notes. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, I'd say, so my overall kind of vision for X or Twitter is uh, to be a, a cybernetic, collective mind for humanity. This is gonna sound quite esoteric and sci-fi, but you know, in, in pursuit of that objective, uh, you wanna have uh, information move quickly, have that information be uh, accurate, and you wanna have error correction on that information. So you can think of community notes as like an error correction uh, on information in the network.
1: Our guest today is Jeffrey Hinton, often referred to as the godfather of artificial intelligence.
2: Um, I talked to Elon Musk the other day, and he thinks we'll get things more intelligent than us. And what he's hoping is they'll keep us around because we'll make life more interesting. Hmm. If you have a world without people in it, um, or without animals in it, it's just not as interesting as a world with people in it. That seems like a pretty thin thing to rest humanity on to me. But he thinks it's quite possible these things will get much smarter and they'll gain control. And and this is a video that was taken basically yesterday, um, and the Optimus team was up all night uh, making this video. These are all real, by the way. The the motors, controllers, um, the electronics, um, and and everything you see in the Optimus robot is a Tesla-designed system. First of all, I think it's important to understand and think about GPT-4 as
1: a tool, not a creature, which is easy to get confused
0: okay uh joe allen it is thursday 18 may in the year of our lord 2023 um the hearing the other day we haven't had time, time to really unpack it was quite disturbing uh, i think it was most disturbing about how unprepared the political system is and even um the ability to hold hearings or actually break it down and have a a real discussion because the level of, and, and I'm not saying people didn't try, Holly, others tried, but the level of sophistication of the questions was where the war room was two years ago when you came on or two and a half years ago. And we're in a race against time. Joe Allen, walk us through that cold open, walk us through what your thoughts are from the other day. And then I know you got a lot of, a lot of other things to share with us about this it amazingly um, important to the to the heart of the signal, not the noise, of what's happening in the uh, with modernity, sir.
3: Well, Steve, I am in no way consoled by what I heard at the hearing. Uh, it, it definitely uh, Holly uh, stepped up to the plate, but even then you have this sense that uh, what we're getting is something much like what you got with Big Pharma, uh, in essence, partnering with regulatory agencies. That's what I see uh, coming down the pike. So uh, you had representatives from uh, OpenAI, that's Sam Altman, uh, representatives from Alphabet, Google, and IBM. And you also had the professor who we heard there gary marcus a cognitive scien- scientist from nyu and i think that marcus really was the voice of uh reasonable terror in the room uh whenever you heard sam altman or any of the others sort of soft peddling the dangers uh you had gary marcus pointing out the real dangers of artificial intelligence The three things that we heard there that I think are the most important are the mass dissemination of disinformation by bots, psychological manipulation. They talked about voters in particular, but that goes all across the board. And then, of course, the possibility of artificial general intelligence. The last is, I think, probably the hardest to get your head wrapped around because it doesn't yet exist And yet all these companies, the major companies who are working on artificial intelligence, they're trying to create it. They anticipate it coming. And should it come, they all basically believe it will be a superhuman entity to which we should defer our decision making to some extent or entirely. And so what we heard with Sam Altman, when he talks about disinformation and he talks about... Uh, The bots he's creating, with this, you know, uh, that will, in essence, disseminate this disinformation and confuse the public psyche, making people unable to uh, distinguish between human and robot online. The solution he is offering, coming from Worldcoin, called World ID, is a biometric scan of one's iris, so that you can link your iris to, your, your, your body to your digital identity. So if that starts to be rolled out, especially with the assistance of the government, what we in essence have is the sort of Orwellian world in which the only way that you can become a participant in the system is to link your biometric information to that system. Otherwise, you're beyond the pale. On the topic of voter manipulation, already we see mass voter manipulation with human beings spreading all sorts of garbage online in order to sway votes. Google is notorious. I mean, they they control 92% of information flow, and they are notorious for their biasing towards liberal points of view. But as Holly brought up, when you add bots to the mix, what that means is that you, you, first of all... You flood the zone with that potential disinformation. And second of all, as Altman spoke about, you have the potential for a sort of one-on-one human-machine relationship that spreads that disinformation. And you should also keep in mind that Altman's technology is being latched onto by Bill Gates, who wants to create such a human-machine connection between his AI and the next generation through education. They want to normalize this. And what we would call disinformation, they will call enlightened education. And so all of these dangers are bubbling under the surface. You have Congress at least thinking about this, but I'm in no way confident that Congress is going to be as confrontational as they need to be, uh, nor am I confident that they're gonna be able to actually anticipate the real dangers behind these technologies there are a few like holly uh and to some extent i would say even um guys like uh the the the, the congressman from california I, i'm blanking on his name maybe i need a new neural link, who gave the speech on the house floor the other day uh he at least shows an awareness I, I, of it but that I, I awareness think it's is Bra- a-
0: Bra- 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 brad sherman i think it's yes brad sherman, brad
3: sherman. Yep. Uh, but that awareness is not going to be enough. There has to be at least some real teeth behind any kind of regulation that goes out. But with given the sort okay. of uh, unpredictability of the technology, it's almost impossible to put in place a regulation to stop it. I really but, think that, but, for, you know, Cory Booker is right. Look, the genie is out of the yeah. bottle and there's really no going back. So, uh, you know, it, I guess in, in essence, Steve, what I'm saying is that – that hearing at least shows some consciousness among our political class of the problem. But I have serious doubts that the political class will be anything but a sort of PR for these big tech companies as they partner but, with them but, in a sort but, of public-private partnership.
0: Yeah, yeah but the, okay, here, yes. So the key point is the solution, think about it for the, the, the solution to save you from the out-of-control Algorithms and and the, in the uh, I've got an article up on Getter now um, from an ex Google senior executive that says that eventually, very quickly, not eventually, very quickly when we go to AGI, that the the um, the uh, thinking machines will very quickly come to the to the uh, conclusion that counter to what Elon Musk's fairy tale, what he hopes in, in this fantasy land is that the the uh, machines think we're just love, wonderful, we're great body men, and we can help them out. We actually think we're scum, and either have to be directly controlled or gotten rid of. the The solution that is a biometric scan is to is to, to basically wire you right into the hardwire you into the matrix with your human self, right into the digital into the digital brain, uh, so that they can actually know that your inputs to the to the digital brain. This is what they're saying in a, in testimony. In Congress. This is not science fiction. They also didn't talk about the central point, is that the apparatus is funding most. When you talk about public-private partnerships, that means government funding on your tax dollars. Short break. Joe Allen back in a moment. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401K maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part, is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. your host, Stephen K. Banff. Okay, welcome back. Um, boy, and for this next segment, you're, you're going to need help in getting great night's sleep. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. The MyPillow 2.0... Buy one get one free. The topper, the best ever made. Not only you got to man the ramparts, you got robots. What is it? Electric? Uh, I go to sleep. What was Philip K. Dick, with uh, with electric sheep. That was Terminator, right? That was the turn turn. That short story turned into Terminator. But I digress. Mypillow dot com promo code warm. Go check it out now. Make sure you get all the tools and instruments you need for a great night's sleep because you're gonna need them, baby. Um, I would like to say there's an easy solution to this, but there's not. And one of the reasons is that it was just kind of, they showed a little ankle in this a hundred and some days ago at uh, Davos with chat ChatGPT, chat GPT. And already it's, it's got the education system completely wrapped around the axle because kids are just using it nonstop. And it's also all the creatives are running around. Oh my gosh! You know all the designers are going to be gone. All the low end artists are going to be gone. All the writers—you got a strike in Hollywood. This is, but that's all. That's all easy stuff. You've got a massive problem here. One of the massive problems you have in the executive order that Biden signed months ago. Oh, the moonshot—the moonshot that's going to cure cancer. Like Altman, they're all talking. It's all going to cure cancer. Remember, cure cancer is what they put out there for you. You're going to give up your humanity. You're basically going to underwrite the destruction of civilization and humanity. Um, how's that for replacement theory? As we've said, we're on the side of the Homo Sapiens. We're on the side of man of every um, race, ethnicity, creed, because we're in it now, folks. And if you didn't think we we're in it, the the solution, brother, um, brother Allen. Is and they just kind of lay it out there. Well the solution is a biometric scan for disinformation, all this is essentially to hardwire yourself into the major hardwire yourself into the apparatus. That's it. With a biometric scan, you gotta give it all up, everything. Your DNA, all this. In in some central and, 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 and Elon Musk was in the David Faber interview, the cybernetic remember he says two things. One, he's got Twitter And Chris Hayes nailed it, but missed the point. He says, hey, it's a microblogging site. You have Twitter, which is apparatus. Then he has Tesla, which he says in the interview is the most advanced artificial intelligence company in the world on the practicality of applying artificial intelligence to world problems now. And he kind of dismissed ChatGPT and these others as several orders of magnitude lower in its sophistication, than Tesla. And what he said, his goal is what 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 Twitter is, is a cybernetic global mind for humanity. Well, hey dude, I'm not so sure we want, need, or can use a cybernetic global mind. I think humanity is okay right now? This is happening at, I hate to bring up a terrible term, warp speed. And if you think the warp speed fiasco has had a lot of, hmm, maybe not great things come out of it, Jared Kushner and Mike Pence and Tony Fauci, hmm, Um, that's nothing compared to what's about to happen. And it's happening. There's a big article on Wired about how it's going to have a huge impact on the 2024 elections, I mean, even if you're not a machine person, even if you're just an old school, it was signature verification. And you can see that in the Kerry Lake trial and you can see that everywhere. That you have to get rid of these machines. You can't have anything hooked to the Internet whatsoever with artificial intelligence or you're not. It's the end of democracy. You're not going to have you're not going to be able to have elections. You can't. Because what they talked about was. Kind of rudimentary in this hearing because they had to dumb it down for some of these senators. Josh Hawley stood out, as a a couple of others did too, but Josh Hawley stood out as actually understanding the issues involved. The other thing was they didn't even have a conversation. The executive branch of the government, this has all come out of the government. This has all come out of DARPA. It's all come out out of the, the weapons labs. This has all come out of. Don't get me wrong. They've had scientists at these. They've had researchers and technologists and, and computer scientists at these other places that were funded by government research, or working with uh, government researchers, or working off of grants by by the government, and they did tremendous work. But they about public-private partnerships. Bang! That's the old thing for the government. That that's the merger. That's the state capitalism. That uh, the government wants—that's that's the CCP's model, model, total authoritarian. What was described there, and then later in the day, Faber had the interview with uh, with um, with Musk, and they just kind of laughed. Yeah, it's impossible, you know, Barry, Cory Booker. Well, you we can't put the genie back in the bottle. Well, who says you can't? Who says you can't? That's a huge decision we're making right now. Just understand, take your number two pencil out and write down in May of 2023. Humanity. Humanity. And the uh, greatest republic in the history of man. The bastion of freedom. Of free men and women. uh, Essentially made a decision, well, it's too late, we just got to go with this. After that hearing, I'm a hardcore Luddite. No, I don't think an answer, and certainly for this audience, ain't going to be a biometric scan to to make sure the computer knows and you're hardwired into into the apparatus. Joe Allen, you do this for a living. I mean, it was enough, a little pablum, to say people, oh, we've now had a congressional hearing and maybe we'll have a couple more. And, you know, while this thing is moving at the speed of light to the 10th power, and they're bad actors, has anybody... Outside, a couple of guys have punched out, and maybe the professor. I just ask the audience: Have you seen any good guys? And all the conservative ink fanboys. I mean, Elon Musk has got the maturity and discernment of an eleven-year-old boy. Just does. I'm not saying he's not a got. He's the man with three brains when it comes to engineering and engineering problems, but. That does not make you someone you should trust decisions to. That makes you a great engineer or particularly a great guy in 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 the manipulation of data and the writing of algorithms. Okay, That doesn't talk about – forget even your moral character. I'm talking about just discernment and judgment and maturity. You're talking about an 11-year-old boy who's kind of capped. Remember, all the people that take a lot of drugs, they all talk about the psychologists, how they get capped at the time they started taking drugs. Well, I don't know when Elon Musk started taking them right his was a ayahuasca and all this crap that they d- do all the time but i will guarantee you it was sometime before he became it came to maturity because he does not think like a mature individual and all the fanboys in conservative is fanboying on him right there is that is pure totalitarian state so if you're f- comfortable with that fanboy away but we're not and the war room ain't and we punch way above our weight on this one, this is, this is a tall order. I'm telling you, this is as bad as it gets. And the only thing that's going to be worse is the, because they're not even talking about the biotech part of it, which I'm telling you is increasing at an increasing rate now in these labs throughout the world. Joe Allen, your assessment.
3: Well, Steve, I think it's their freedom versus our freedom, because that's the argument they're always making is that the corporations need the freedom to produce the products that people want in order to s- help Americans succeed. But as you've said many times, artificial intelligence and human freedom are diametrically opposed. Artificial intelligence relies on mass data scraping in order to be an effective system, meaning that it only works if we're laid naked in front of the great eye in the sky, so to speak. And artificial intelligence tends towards control. Uh, The systems, for instance, they're used in China, the sharp eye systems. Uh, They're some of the most sophisticated algorithms on earth. What are they used for? Monitoring a population and then categorizing people in order to give them the appropriate social credit score. And the people who are driving this forward, all of them, with a few exceptions, all of them have one thing in mind. And that is to push artificial intelligence forward to artificial general intelligence, which they believe will be superhuman. The argument that we're hearing is largely between people, all of whom believe that's where we're going. And they're arguing about how fast we should go to get there. At Meta, you have Jan LeCun, their chief scientist. He wants to go as fast as possible. So fast, in fact, that they are now openly releasing uh, their code for their large language model, Llama, And then you have guys like Elon Musk, who signed the letter to slow it down, but then immediately created X.AI to protect the rest of us from the evil, woke artificial intelligence with his new based artificial intelligence. And then you have Sam Altman, who occasionally talks about how concerned he is about humanity but then offers things like biometric scans in order to save humanity from the mass confusion that his technology is creating. And he believes, read his essay, Moore's Law of Everything. He believes humans will basically be replaced by the systems he is working on. And on and on and on, Yud, uh, uh, Eliezer Yudkowsky, the loudest voice against artificial intelligence development, He is talking about bombing data centers, but ultimately he wants to see the creation of a benevolent artificial general intelligence, as does Mo Gaudat, the guy who was talking about artificial intelligence destroying us all in his book Scary Smart. Ex Google CEO, yeah. he believes we are that Google is creating a God as a child. So all of us here's are a, in the here's, hands here's, here's, of transhumanists hang, hang on arguing hang, hang, over how fast we become transhuman. Right.
0: Exactly. We're in the hands, in the grasp of transhumanists that are making the decisions about everyone being a transhumanist. if you're not, I would like to see a command given now to actually take out a a data center and see if the computer actually did it. Short break. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion, and one of those was air purification. And I can tell you the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. Ekpure.com code Steve. Your host, Stephen K. Ban. Okay, welcome back. Um, Joe, I know you got a punch. Uh, give me your closing. Uh, give me your closing thoughts on this. Uh, the, people should know behind the scenes. People are working on this because a solution isn't what was offered up the other day is not a solution. And step number one, we have to have a full accounting and audit immediately of exactly what the trillions of dollars in this federal budget are paying for in, in areas like this that are quite dangerous. These are, and it was said the other day by someone, this is nuclear weapons to the hundredth power. These are nuclear weapons to the hundredth power, and there's no regulation, no control, and what they're talking about is either totally unacceptable, the biometric scan, or they were saying labeling it like you put on a you know you label a pack of cigarettes for kids. these are these are not solutions, and we need to get on top of this. And first of all, we need to make it a political issue because it is a political issue because it talks about the fate of this republic and her citizens. And right now, people are just asleep about this, and they want you to be asleep about it. This is why Faber and uh, and Moss just kind of chuckled at the end about, yeah, it's too far gone. You're not going to – it's going to be – it's an arms race, and you're not going to be able to slow it down. It just is like Cory Booker. That assumption is a massive assumption. Maybe it's right. That might be right, but I would certainly like to have a debate about that. I would like to see the information on that. I would like to have a, a uh, you know, discuss that, break that apart as we've broken apart. Remember, we got this audience on the debt ceiling, you know, a year ago when nobody was talking about it. Now it's the thing. It's the main thing of how to choke down this, uh, this out-of-control um, federal apparatus. And stop the madness of destroying this republic. So we can make it. We, can, we, we have the ability. With this audience and this platform. To make it a thing. And we've got to make it a thing. Because it's not going to happen without you. This is why we brought Joe Allen on. A, a couple of years ago. And this is why we continue to press this. And, and give you articles. And Joe's, Joe's spot on the war room when you go on the website is the, is the best knowledge. You go there, you got all the articles, got all the information. I mean, he's a one man drudge in this area. He's also working on a special project. I think we'll be able to announce in a couple of weeks that will blow people away and will be on this. He's been working on this for a while, over a year. So Joe, any closing thoughts? I know you got to get back to work. Uh, and I, I appreciate you taking the time to pull you off the project, to watch the hearing the other day and, and to give us your thoughts. But, um, here's the the thing i want to leave people with they're trying to take your agency and give agency to a machine they're trying to take your agency your human agency which is what um divine providence endowed you with your 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 reason your mind your spirit your soul coupled with your physical body to You know, whether you call it Dharma or Tao or the Holy Spirit or your soul, the thing that makes you quintessentially human and what you will be weighed and measured on if you're a believer in the Judeo Christian West, what you will eventually be weighed and measured on by divine providence is your agency. Your agency. You are what your record says you are. What they're doing is taking your agency away. And they are, and these are the worst people in the world. Think about it. Is any of these people you've seen up there, would you allow them, would you allow your, would you put your children's destiny in their hands? Would you put your fate and destiny in your hands? Would you put your communities, your church, your loved ones, your expanded family, uh, when you were a kid, your mom and dad and, and your brothers and sisters, would you allow the people that we've rolled out here on these clips, they see that. would you put, put all of that? Everything you love and cherish—would you put it in their hands, and let them make the decision? Would you let Elon Musk make the decisions of what you love most and what is most most defines you uh, as a human? Would you? Because if you would, then we're heading down the right path. If you wouldn't, then we got a course correct. And, and 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 I hate to put another burden on you with everything else. That we talk about and discuss and have you do, but that's why, you know, that's why this country is what it is. That's why we had the revolution. That's why we had the Civil War. That's why we were the deciding factor, even with our allies, the Russians and the Chinese that took the brunt of the, of the assault of the fascist. We were the deciding factor in World War I and World War II and the Cold War, the great wars of the 20th century. By common, you know, basically the common man and woman of the United States. So once again, you're being called uh, to make decisions and to basically say, "No, I don't think we're going to do this. Let's do the, let's go this way." We're at that inflection point, and it should be obvious to everyone that they're taking your agency, and they're going to give it to a machine, and then that machine's going to be able to actually program itself and have its own determination of what agency should be. That's where we're heading. As sure as the turning of the earth is where we're heading. Joe Allen, your thoughts.
3: Steve, it's definitely a question of the future and what kind of future people want. Uh, Obviously, most of the people in this audience are not interested in the kind of future that Sam Altman is putting forward. But you really have to question whether or not Elon Musk is really offering an alternative. Basically, what Elon Musk is offering Is transhumanism and technocracy with a right wing twist? And there are a lot of questions as to whether or not any of that is anything more than sort of pandering to the crowd. I don't know his heart. I don't know what he really wants. But I do know that for all of his talk about the dangers of artificial intelligence, he's right. The people I know in AI say Tesla is. Among the most sophisticated, if not the most sophisticated, artificial narrow intelligence <laughs> hey, on hey, Earth. And then when you have hey, Elon uh, Musk talking he,
0: about... T- he told, he, he, he told, he's told me what he wants. He bought something that's only worth a couple of billion dollars for $44 billion with the Chinese Communist Party financing. He, he says that's going to be a cyber... That really is a, cy- a cybernetic global uh, mind for humanity. His words, not Bannon's. His words... He also said in that interview, he's the most advanced AI company in the world by several orders of magnitude. He dismissed his competitors. He dismissed his competitors. He talked about the five million cars that could drive themselves simultaneously. And to top it all off, and not to make too fine a point about this, but he also said the election was not rigged, that Joe Biden was, uh, is the legitimate president of the United States, and that he voted for him. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know anything else. Everything else, the fanboys are gawking over. Oh, this is going to be a conservative. This is going to be Trump. No, it's not. You're a fool. You're a fool if you believe that. The one thing I can tell you about the war room we ain't perfect, but we are not fools. Okay? And you can buy that, and you can go down that primrose path, and you're just like the people in 1931-32 in Germany. After the war, there were no Nazis. Remember, after the war, couldn't find any Nazis. Hitler? There was yeah. It was, man, that was, a, it was the guy. The neighbors really into that. I, I'd never really heard much about it. You couldn't find any Nazis in Germany after the war. Well, guess what? They didn't all get incinerated in Dresden or killed on the Eastern Front. There were plenty of Nazis, and there were plenty of people that were backing him in '31 and '32, and went to the siren song of that. That's exactly what people on the right are doing today guarantee you this is not a hard one and we're in it now and you got to figure out some a solution they're offering you the solution well i got a solution it's a biometric scan just going to bar you into the apparatus joe we got a lot more to discuss on that but i've got to get to i've got to i've got to go from the sublime to the less sublime we have got to get some polling and just talk about the grubby nature of our politics but how do people get to you brother how do people still get to your writings you'll be back with us full-time hopefully in a, a month from your project, but how, how do you, how do you, how do people get to you in the interim?
3: Well, Steve, if I can add two quick things, uh, Elon Musk's new CEO sure. for Twitter, it's been noted that uh, Linda or Yaccarino is, of course, uh, she holds a seat at the World Economic Forum. Uh, she was, I believe, overseeing the task force for the yes. future of work. And so that should at least tell you something about Elon Musk's war against the World Economic Forum. Uh, You can find me at jobot.xyz, social media, media handles at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z and warroom.org under the transhumanism tab. Thank you very much, Steve.
0: Thank you, brother. You're a warrior. Thank you. Okay. Um, while we're on the topic of Elon Musk saying that the 2020 election was not rigged, not stolen, he voted for Joe Biden. Let's bring in Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's impeachment week. Uh, it's impeachment week in the nation's capitalist bling, and I got Mark Mitchell to follow. Let's do it. Clip from your evisceration of graves and your call for impeachment. It's pretty dramatic. Uh, do you think you have the goods to do this, ma'am? The receipts?
4: Yes, I, I believe we do have the receipts, and I really hope to see my entire conference get on board with this because, Steve, it's time to end the weaponization of government. And Matthew Graves was just number one for articles of impeachment this week. uh, Impeachment this week, as a matter of fact, I'd like to let everyone know. Welcome to Impeachment Week. It is with the highest amount of solemnity that I announce my intention to introduce articles of impeachment today on the head of this America at Last executive branch that has been working since January 20th, 2021, to systematically destroy this country. The President of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden. Joe Biden has deliberately compromised our national security by refusing to enforce immigration laws and secure our border, allowed approximately 6 million illegals from over 170 countries to invade our country deprive border patrol of the necessary resources and policies sufficient to protect our country. And his administration has willfully refused to maintain operational control as required by the law. He has allowed fentanyl, the number one killer of Americans between the age of 18 and 45, to overwhelmingly flood into our country and kill around 300 Americans every single day. These aren't just Americans, these are people's family members. These are their sons, their daughters, their brothers, their sisters, their mothers, their fathers, their cousins, aunts and uncles. These are American families. His administration has lost complete contact with approximately 85,000 unaccompanied illegal alien children. And his policies have forced tens of thousands of illegal children into slave labor. Where are these kids? No one even knows. It's, hor- it's horrible. Joe Biden has reinstated catastrophic and disastrous catch-and-release policies which have allowed illegals to flood to flood our country and our communities. He ended Remain in Mexico and reinstated catch-and-release. Under Biden's command, the Secretary of Homeland Security has illegally granted mass parole to aliens when U.S. federal law only permits parole to be granted on a specific case-by-case case basis. He endangered the lives of Americans by allowing illegal aliens who had tested positive for COVID-19 to enter our country and infect American citizens, yet while enforcing strict COVID policies on American citizens. His policies, directives, and statements surrounding the southern border have violated our laws and destroyed our country. Biden has blatantly violated his constitutional duty, and he is a direct threat to our national security. Therefore, Joseph Robinette Biden is unfit to serve as the President of the United States and must be impeached. Out in the real world, where American taxpayers live, employees are fired when they are corrupt or aren't adequately serving their employer or purposely destroying a country a company. In this case, the employer is the American people because
0: they I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days, but to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back, and that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders— the heroes. Now, Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 878-PATRIOT. Take action today. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for. Back, the only Christian conservative wireless provider, Patriot Mobile, take action today.
1: Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas, the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now
3: trump versus desantis on taxes in congress ron desantis pushed a 23 percent national sales tax where the middle class pays more 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax
1: hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising.
0: Okay, it's impeachment week. MTG's on fire and she understands she doesn't have the conference with her. Remember, she's trying to drive the conference there. Mark Mitchell, once again, Rasmussen, you're always ahead of the curve. You've got some polling on this. I think that's fresh today. T- tell us about it.
5: Absolutely. And before I start, I really want to get into motivation and why we're asking these questions. Rasmussen reports, we're nonpartisan. We're an independent news media publisher. And because of that, we like to hold the power structures accountable. And if we see a power structure that objectively has things that show signs of criminality or need to be investigated, we're going to ask questions about it. And that really sets us apart because other pollsters aren't asking questions about a lot of the things that we are. And in this case, we're talking about Biden criminality. And I think an objective person could look around and say that we've seen enough things that Biden should potentially be treated to the same level of scrutiny that Donald Trump was during his presidency. And so really to dig into that aspect, there's I think three angles, three questions that we really are trying to do as pollsters. The first is to pick a nefarious act and see if the US likely voters think that it's likely that Joe Biden did it. The second is then to ask how likely is it that Joe Biden committed a crime based on that act. And then the third is really to dig into the the level of um, support for impeachment. So really, the, one of the last times we were on not too long ago, we really nailed number one. And just a quick recap there, 66 percent of likely voters think that Joe Biden is implicated in his family's dealings, and 63 percent of voters say that it's at least somewhat likely that Biden was engaged in a pay-for-play scheme trying to set up and re- to receive funds for him as a family in exchange for foreign policy decisions while he was vice president. So really, I think you know the numbers for that have been increasing steadily and are now at the highest they ever are. I think the news today is that number two, how likely is it that Joe Biden committed crimes, high crimes and misdemeanors that would justify impeachment? And we have record setting numbers today. How likely is it that since becoming president, Joe Biden has committed high crimes and misdemeanors that would justify Congress impeaching him? 53 percent of likely voters say it's at least somewhat likely, and 38 percent say very likely. The last time we asked that question was back in November. And that's a four-point increase. And now for the first time, a majority of voters say that it's likely that Joe Biden, while in office, committed high crimes and misdemeanors. And the very likely number is up seven points to 38 percent since November. So that is, I mean, a huge uh, turnaround. And who's driving that turnaround? It's actually Democrats. So since November, um, the spread among independents is up a little bit. Um, with Republicans, it's up one point. But back in November, Democrats, only 27 percent of them said it's likely. And now 35 percent of Democrats say it's likely and only 58 percent say not likely. So the numbers in that one are now picking up and moving in the wrong direction for the Biden administration. Now, you call this grubby.
0: But hang over a second. How can one-third – people are going to jump in and probably – how can one, third, probably, how can one th- over one-third of Democrats thinks he's committed crimes that, uh, that would uh, qualify for impeachment, sir? Uh,
5: and 21 percent of them say very likely. So as of today, in the latest numbers, Joe Biden's job approval rating among Democrats is in the low 70s. So there are a chunk of Democrats that somewhat disapprove or strongly disapprove of Biden. And then there's also Democrats that quite frankly think he may have committed crimes and don't care and support him. So (laughs) there's that as well. Um, But (laughs) impeaching a president probably shouldn't be as easy as it was during the Donald Trump presidency. And I think there's an aspect of Republicans that want to maintain maybe some moral authority. I don't want to ascribe too much motivation to them. But if Republicans want to pursue impeachment, it's going to be a tough public opinion fight. And looking into these numbers, I almost wonder if voters aren't looking for leadership on on this particular issue. But the question we asked also, should Congress begin impeachment proceedings against President Biden? Forty-two percent of voters say yes, forty-five percent say no, so roughly split to no winning by a few points. The last time we asked that kind of question was back in August, and I think I was on your show to talk about it then as well. And then we posed it as, a, "Do you strongly support, somewhat uh, support, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose?" Fifty-three percent of likely voters then at least somewhat supported impeachment. Now the questions changed, and the yes/no question is, I think, a higher bar. But also, a lot's happened since then, and. Where we're at right now, I mean voters are relatively split. But if you look at the party numbers, 70 percent of Republicans now support impeaching Joe Biden and only 21 percent say no, and independents are split 39 percent to 40 percent. But now why do I say that maybe perhaps Republicans are craving leadership on this issue? We actually asked how likely is it the Congress will pursue impeachment proceedings against President Biden. And the numbers are lower than they've ever been. Now only 28 percent of likely voters say it's at least somewhat likely. Only 11 percent say very likely. Um, that's an absolute collapse because we asked that question on the eve of the 2022 midterms. And 55 percent of likely voters at least somewhat supported uh, – at least th- thought it was at least somewhat likely that
0: Republicans would impeach the president. Mark? Um, mark? Yeah. mark, mark mark we got to bounce I, I need people how do they get to your rumble your youtube because this needs to be drilled down on it needs more time spent where do people go to get the full impact of this uh, of, the, of this um poll
5: we're on gab getter and true social but especially twitter is where the conversations are freshest freshest rasmussen underscore poll and also we're on rumble and youtube um so i'll be producing a video really going into the details on this
0: later too if people want to check it out Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll link to it. <clears throat> By the way, MTG and others are going to start taking leadership to Mark Mitchell's point. When you have a split 50 to 42 45 at the early days of it. There's something here, folks, something happening Mark Mitchell. At Rasmussen and thank you. Short commercial break. Back with Jim Cavisol The Sound of Freedom next in the War Room. We
4: rejoice when no Let's take down the CCP.
0: Folks, let me tell you about Salty.